What's up, geeks? Happy Tuesday to you. I'm your host, Ron Stevens, and you're listening to Extremely Geeked Out Podcast. Let's put a smile on that face. What's going on, geeks? Hope you guys had an awesome weekend. I know I did. It was fantastic. I had a great time. Oh my gosh, it was so fun. I went to my local comic book shop, The Dragon's Lair, this past Saturday for a coffee, comics, and donuts event. And uh, you're probably wondering what that is. It's a little get-together my comic book shop does every other month or so. We all get, we all bring comic books that we don't want, or you know, any kind of collectibles we're willing to give away, and we sell them, trade them, or, or donate them for uh, for an auction that they do, and um, and it's just it's a whole lot of fun. Just everybody's getting together, just having a good time with like-minded people, a bunch of fellow geeks just geeking out over the stuff, you know, and just just having a good time. And it was, it was an awesome time. Awesome, awesome fun. Um, met some pretty cool guys who are hilarious and just awesome people. And we just we had a good time talking to each other about comic books and you know how you know collecting, just learning from each other and how, you know on uh just on collecting uh, comic books. And uh, one guy that I was talking to, his name was Tim. He introduced all of us into this one app, which I think that. Everybody who collects comic books should have this app, by the way. And this comic book, this comic book app is just—it's awesome. I don't know how long it's been out, but when I found about this thing, it was just—I gotta get this onto my phone. But, anyways, the app is called CLZ Books App, and basically what it is—it catalogs your comic book collection. It just keeps track of all of what you've done. So just in case you don't end up rebuying what you already have, which is really awesome, especially if someone doesn't have that good of a memory like me <laughs> to have. So but it's just awesome. It's um, All you got to do is just take the comic book because nowadays comic books have barcodes. All you got to do is scan the barcode and boom, it's on your phone. It's saved into your memory on your phone. And, it's just it's just an awesome and innovative way to help you keep track of what you have already and what you may don't want and you know just to to help you keep your inventory up to date. But here's a few cool features about this thing. Like once you scan a comic book, it has all the, the details about the book. Who wrote it? Who was the artist about this book? What was it? You know who was the publisher of this book? Etc. Cetera, Etc. Cetera. Um, also solicitation texts and cover images uh, and backdrop art too all of it it like is basically you're putting the whole entire book onto your phone so you also when maybe years later you look back at it it's like hmm I wonder what that book was all about bam there it is there's your details of the book 
That's awesome. And also, it's free up until the 100th issue that you um, download it. After that, it charges you. But once you get to that point, all you gotta do is chart, um, pay up $15 and it's unlimited. That's it. That's that's pretty, honestly, that's a pretty, still a pretty good deal. Come on, come on, I think that's a really cool idea. But yeah, also, it's easy to sign up. And like I said, it's totally free from that point. And it's up until you um, come up to your 100th issue that you're putting onto the phone. After that, that's when it starts charging. But after that, you're good. I mean, pay up the $15 and you have unlimited space. And you can use their, um, their, their cloud. So that's awesome, right? Um, I think so, and I think that's something that everybody, every comic book collector should have. I mean, it's 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 just it's freaking awesome. And I had to thank uh, Tim, who was one of the gentlemen who um, I was talking to at the um, Coffee Comics and uh, Donuts event, who introduced me and the other two fellows to this app. I, I, kudos to you, man, because it really beats you just writing it down on a piece of paper or a notebook about which you know which uh books do you have and which ones you want to get rid of so on for you get what i'm saying guys right but to have that is, is so much more innovative so much more easier to help you to help you out with your collecting so if you don't have clz book app i highly highly recommend that you do Okay, so previous week I asked a question on Twitter and Facebook What would be your least favorite movie franchise? Like, what's the one movie franchise that you dislike? And I got a few responses A few people said uh, DC Universe movies I can understand that I mean, on the exception of Wonder Woman, to me, in my opinion, I think that's the, the best one out of all of them. Um, I actually got the Matrix movie franchise. I mean, I kind of like them. I kind of like Matrix. I, I, I'll lie to you. I'm probably on a minority on that one, but hey, whatever. But I got a couple of Matrix dislikes. Um... I would have to say, for mine, it's gotta be the Aliens franchise. I, I, I can't stand it. I strongly dislike the Aliens franchise. It's, it's one bad movie after another. On the exception of the first one, because the first one was like, it's a game changer for all sci-fi horror movie genres you know but after the first movie it's just it's just stupid I mean like why would anyone would want to go back out in space you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying after the first one or better yet like why would anyone want to do research on xenomorphs after the first one or after the second one you know Especially the prequels. 
you know, at first, the idea of learning how xenomorphs came to be seemed really cool. But then you watch the movies and you're just left with your face in the palm of your hand, you know, just face palm your whole face, you know. It's just, you know, you watch it and you're like, oh, turns out xenomorphs were created by some crazy android made by man it's just one just one bad story plot after another and I just wish the aliens movies would stop and I'm pretty sure it's not because people are going to continue to go see these movies and make more money out of it and it's just going to just feed into the stupidity that it is aliens movie franchise it's ah it's so stupid <laughs> it really is it's stupid don't get me wrong you know the idea of this creature you know is, is scary of course but this movie was never meant to be a franchise I think it's just good via one shot like I said the first one is scary it is scary I mean, probably not now, because I mean, we've seen it, probably seen it so many times now, but I just don't understand why are we so f fascinated and obsessed of seeing some monster bursting out of somebody's chest or back or skull or whatever. <laughs> really? Like, let's just put aliens to rest and just move on with something else. Try to find something better to outtop aliens. Can we do that, people? Ridley Scott, can we do that? Can you give us something better than Aliens? Because Avatar was not doing it for us. <laughs> so, can you give us something else? Please. Please. Another dumb one. Let's think of another dumb movie franchise. Transformers. Yes. Transformers is another stupid movie franchise it constantly constantly like story plots left and right like how many times has Transformers been on earth for you guys not to realize it it's like first you thought there were like Megatron was the first one on earth no turns out way before that the Fallen was on Earth first. Oh, wait, no. Turns out there were more Transformers on Earth before The Fallen. And so on forth. Wait, hold on. No, no, no. Turns out Earth itself is a Transformer. What? What? I, I just don't understand Michael Bay's Transformers at all. The timeline is so convoluted. The story plot is just mediocre. I, and now we got Bumblebee coming out, and I'm just very curious how all this plays how this plays into the, the timeline, if if you want to call it a timeline. Or I'm, I just I'm so sick of Transformers now. I I just wish they would just reboot it give it to somebody else and do it right I just can't take it anymore with that movie oh god 
Transformers, and Aliens. You guys make me sick. X Men. That's another one. Jeez. <laughs> uh, yeah. I mean, it's over now, apparently. But uh, I'm this. I'm just going off the top. You know, I'm just shooting off the hip right now with other stupid movie franchise. Um, yeah, I think that's all I could think of right now. Otherwise, I'm gonna have you guys with me for quite some time. I don't want to do that to you. You, know, you got places to be. <laughs> um, X-Men, Transformers, Aliens, for sure, are the dumbest movie franchise there is. It's overall dumb. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I don't like those movies. <laughs> I learned some uh, sad news during the week about uh, Marvel's uh, Guardians of the Galaxy. It turns out, it's not really surprising to hear about it, but it turns out that they're putting Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 on hold. It's Like I said, it's not all that surprising after them letting James Gunn go um, because of the... Um, Better the lack of the word, just inappropriate tweets that resurfaced on uh, social media. Um, and you know, it's it's the right move. It really is the right move for uh, Disney to do to let him go. You know, it's it's really unfortunate, honestly. Um, James Gunn was an amazing director. He did an amazing job with the first two installments. You know, I I enjoyed them. Still enjoy these movies. Um, it's just a shame something like that can hinder him something in the past that he did hindered him and now he's gotta be let go and like I said it's Disney did the right thing um, especially what's been going on in Hollywood with all these crazy uh, harassment and you know you get you know what's been going on it was the right move for Disney to do and just to show that we can't do everything, say everything, and not expect any kind of uh, repercussions, any kind of consequences of what we say or do on anywhere, whether it be out in public or social media. And I, I definitely firmly stand by what Disney did, and um, sad to see such a, a talented director go and and he was just right at the peak of you know his success with this movie with this uh friend with the um with Guardians of the Galaxy um and the cast members writing out a um an open letter I guess stating out just you know try to get Disney to reconsider their decision to get him back on that's thoughtful but like I said, it's something need to be done about that, and they they did that, and they stand firm for stand, stayed firm on their decision, and um, yeah, so like you can't really uh, can't really blame Disney for doing what they did. Um, also, I understand their 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 feelings of you know James Gunn being let go. 
especially Bautista. He's definitely not happy about that, and he has openly expressed his, his uh, well, his uh, dissatisfaction of, of his um, director's departure of the film. Um, so from here on, like, what's their game plan now? I mean, what what are they looking into as far as, like, directors, let me take his place? There are few directors out there that can match Gunn's success, probably, if you want to go there. Um, I had one in particular. It's an unpopular opinion, but it's my opinion. I think that he could probably do a good job, and that's um, uh, Star Wars Last Jedi director Ryan Johnson. I know he's despite of all the backlash he's gotten with the movie but to be fair I think he can do a good job with this with Guardians of the Galaxy at least finish off where James Gunn left off and just move on to something new and that's and seeing what he did with The Last Jedi he gave us something new something we haven't seen in any other Star Wars movies right and, and I think that's what everybody was griping about is it wasn't like every other Star Wars movie but then again people were griping about Force Awakens being a just a rehash of previous Star Wars movies so it's like what do you really want right but anyways I'm getting off track here but yeah I think Ryan Johnson could be a uh a good replacement for uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Now, I believe Guardians of the Galaxy was supposed to be set for 2019 or 2020. I believe it was 2020 um, release date, but now, I mean, it might still be up if they can find someone in time. They might be able to still have it later on of 2020 maybe um and if the cast members feel still feeling different and they may end losing it's looking like they may lose David Bautista he's not like I said he's not happy about James Gunn leaving um this movie and he may end up losing him and probably everybody else um because Chris Pratt hasn't really signed on for more films as of yet, as of right now. Infinity War was his last movie that he uh, signed up for, and he hasn't really updated his contract, so he more likely might be out. So, having said that, not really knowing what's going to happen in Avengers 4, um, you could do still do Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 but it may be like of a um, new chapter with new Guardians um, at the end of Volume 2 we got to see the original um, Guardians of the Galaxy come together with um, at the, towards the end so we may you can probably do a story with them um, 
and probably do, I guess, maybe maybe a story when everybody was fighting Thanos, maybe. I don't know. But it's, um, it could still do a Guardians of the Galaxy movie. Alright, let's get into some more lighter news. Because tomorrow is New Comic Books Day. So let's find out what's coming out this week. In Marvel, we have Venom, First Host, number one. Star Wars, Poe Dameron, Annual. Hunt for Wolverine, Dead End, number one. Daredevil, Annual. Web of Venom, Vietnam, number one. Extermination, number two. Edge of Spider-Geddon, number two. Star Wars, Lando, number four. Deadpool, Assassin, number six. Exile, number seven. Marvel 2 and 1, number nine. Moon Knight, number 198. Miss Marvel, number 33. New Mutants, Dead Souls, number six. Runaways, number 12. X-23, number three. X-Men Blue, 34. And for DC, it's pretty much annual, so... Batgirl number 26, Batgirl annual number 2, Nightwing annual number 1, Red Hood and the Outlaws annual number 2, Scarlet number 1, and The Silencer annual number 1. So, I think those are pretty good, interesting books. Marvel's super heavy on the books this week, whereas DC is kind of light, but they usually are on annual weeks. So, yeah, those are your books, guys. And that is it. I'm done. I am all geeked out today, guys. As you can tell, it's just me again this week. Um, Devin is still out taking care of a few personal things. But uh, he will be back soon. And I can't wait for that. Mr. Big Guy. But, uh, yeah. Thanks for listening, as always. And if you enjoyed listening to this podcast today, be sure not to forget to rate and review the show. Whether you hate it or liked it, all feedback is much appreciated. And if you want to contact us, feel free to reach us through email, mailusgeeks at gmail.com. Or you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ego underscore podcast. And if you want to get more involved with our topics, join our Facebook group, which is Extremely Geeked Out Community. I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your day, and I will see you next week. Peace! Extremely Extremely. Extremely. Extremely.